Welcome to this edition of Ed to Ed. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 200 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I am looking back at Matt Ryan's career with the Atlanta Falcons because this past week it was announced that quarterback Matt Ryan has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts. The Atlanta Falcons have moved on from Ryan after 14 seasons with the team. Absolutely no one should be surprised by this move, especially last week when the Atlanta Falcons were reported reportedly interested in acquiring quarterback Deshaun Watson. We knew because of their involvement in that Deshaun Watson trade, there was no coming back with Matt Ryan as your quarterback. So instead, the team signed quarterback Marcus Mariota, the former number two overall pick, who has become a backup quarterback for the Raiders these last few years, and Matt Ryan is now the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Let's look back at Matt Ryan's career with the Falcons, because Ryan is arguably the best player player in franchise history and is inarguably the team's best quarterback ever. In 14 seasons with the Falcons, Ryan threw 367 touchdowns. That's ninth all-time in NFL history and most in franchise history. He only threw 170 interceptions. His over 59,000 passing yards is eighth all-time. His career completion percentage is 65. With the Falcons, he was a four-time Pro Bowler. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2008, an NFL MVP, and Offensive Player of the Year in 2016. He brought the Falcons to the postseason six times during his tenure with the team, including a trip to the Super Bowl. I personally feel like Matt Ryan has been underrated for most of his time with the Atlanta Falcons. I feel like most people forget the disarray the Falcons organization was in when Matt Ryan joined the team. After the 2000 2006 season, the Falcons lost their star franchise quarterback Michael Vick who was sent to prison for running dogfights. Vick was only 26 years old at the time and arguably the best mobile quarterback the NFL had ever seen. And then in 2007 the franchise lost their head coach Bobby Petrino after 13 games he decided to go back to college. Then Matt Ryan as a rookie in 2008 led the team to an 11-5 record and a trip to the playoffs. He was drafted third overall and was supposed to become a franchise quarterback. I understand that. I'm just impressed how quickly Matt Ryan became a franchise quarterback. I mean, this guy was good from the get-go with the Atlanta Falcons, and I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for this. It didn't take any time whatsoever for him to become an established quarterback in the NFL. During his time with the team, Ryan won the NFC South Division title three times. Prior to that, the team had only won it once, and they went to the postseason six times. The Falcons have only been to the postseason 14 times in franchise history. I also think it's important to point out that during the majority of his time with the Falcons, Ryan had Mike Smith and Dan Quinn as his head coach. Both were decent, but neither were ever considered one of the best coaches in football. And during the time he was working with a well-respected coach, Kyle Shanahan, as his offensive coordinator, Ryan led the 
team to the Super Bowl. If he had Sean McFay type guy as his head coach, I do think Ryan would have won a Super Bowl. To me, he's that kind of caliber of a quarterback. And that's one of the biggest reasons I'm excited to see Ryan with the Colts because he's going to be coached by Frank Reich, the man who was offensive coordinator during the time that Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. If he can win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, he can surely win a Super Bowl with a quarterback of the caliber of Matt Ryan. When you talk about Matt Ryan's time with the Falcons, one of the first names I and most people associate with that is wide receiver Julio Jones. Over their 10 years as teammates, the pair formed one of the best quarterback wide receiver duos. In 2016, a game against the Carolina Panthers, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones became the first quarterback and wide receiver to have 500 passing yards and 300 yards receiving in the same game. Overall, Ryan threw 66 touchdowns to Julio Jones. And as many people have pointed out, Julio Jones is a free agent right now, and there is a possibility that the pair could be reunited with the Colts. Matt Ryan, by most people's standards, is a Hall of Fame quarterback. The only thing not on his resume is a Super Bowl title, and we all know why that is. He and the Falcons infamously lost to the Patriots in Super Bowl 51 after blowing a 28-3 lead in the third quarter. They ended up losing that game 34-28 after not scoring in the fourth quarter in overtime in one of the most embarrassing losses in Super Bowl history. Even the dumbest of people can watch that game and say the Falcons should have just run out the clock Instead, they kept throwing the ball. The Falcons ran 46 times the entire game. And looking back, it's crazy to think that Ryan was at the absolute height of his career. He won the MVP that season and also suffered what most would consider his biggest setback, losing the Super Bowl. And a lot of people look at the legacy of a quarterback and look at the amount of Super Bowls they have won. And Matt Ryan has not won a Super Bowl. I'm sure there are a lot of people right now who feel like Matthew Stafford is now a better quarterback than Matt Ryan simply due to the fact because he has a Super Bowl and Matt Ryan doesn't. And I don't like that way of thinking because I think Matt Ryan has been far more consistent than Matthew Stafford has. Matt Ryan was on the Atlanta Falcons, not one of the best franchises in the NFL, and he was able to get them to the postseason six times and to bring them to the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford was not able to achieve those type of feats until he was on a Super Bowl winning caliber team with the LA Rams. Stafford was not the biggest reason why the Rams won the Super Bowl. I think that Rams team could have won with Matt Ryan as their quarterback. I think both Stafford and Ryan are Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but I would choose Matt Ryan any day of the week over Matthew Stafford. I just have a hard time wrapping my head around this idea that I'm going to perceive Matt Ryan's career differently if he had won that game against the Patriots. Did Matt Ryan play bad down the stretch in that game? Absolutely. The Falcons should have easily won that game. They were up 28-3. to You should not blow 28-3 to leads in the biggest game of the year. But still, I still think Matt Ryan is just as good if he had won that game or if he had lost that game. And I don't put that loss on him. I put that loss on Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan because what a bad game plan they had during the second half of that game. It's also crazy to look back about how the media's perception of Matt Ryan changed before that game was played. Again, he was an MVP level quarterback. He ended up winning the MVP. I had never seen anything like it. The only thing I could compare that to is Cam Newton. Remember, Cam Newton was Superman going into that Super 
Bowl against the Broncos, and then he didn't dive for the ball. The Broncos ended up winning the Super Bowl, and Cam Newton had that infamous press conference. We think way too highly of the Super Bowl. Again, our entire viewpoints changed about those players in that moment. Matt Ryan lost that game, and now some people think of him as a perennial loser, and for Cam Newton, they think of him as a sore loser because of that press conference. The Super Bowl should matter, but should it matter as much as we make it matter? I don't know. I feel like we should look at the body of work of Matt Ryan and look past that brutal loss. It's also crazy to look at it this way. No one would have blinked an eye about how we felt about Matt Ryan if he had gotten blown out by the Patriots. It's the way the Falcons lost that's so embarrassing. Again, they were up 28-3. to Ryan and the Falcons never really recovered from that. I mean, they never got a chance to go back to the Super Bowl. Ryan never got the chance to fix how we felt about him because, again, he was at the highest of his moments. He was NFL MVP. If he had just won that Super Bowl, a lot of people would feel differently about Matt Ryan. They would feel the way I feel about him, that he has been consistently one of the better quarterbacks in the National Football League, but instead, they think of him as that guy that blew that 28 free lead, and I can't argue their point. He did blow that lead. I would say to them, though, look at the larger body of work. He has been far more consistent than someone like Matthew Stafford, who now, just because he has a Super Bowl, is not better than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is better than a guy like Joe Flacco, who's won a Super Bowl. Just don't look at Super Bowls. Also, look at the consistency of the player, and Matt Ryan has been, for the most part, super consistent. I want to talk about this trade from the perspective of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm confused by this move from the Colts standpoint. They had Carson Wentz, who even though he lost to the Jaguars in the final game of the season to clinch a playoff spot, still, he threw for 27 touchdowns and 7 interceptions. And the year before last, they had a veteran quarterback already like Matt Ryan in the form of Phillip Rivers. And they did make the playoffs. Still, I question what is the long-term plan for the franchise? Is the short-term you can be better than you were last year, but with Ryan long-term, you have not yet filled the large shoes left by Andrew Luck. The Colts have made, at best, a minor improvement at the quarterback position. Matt Ryan is still very good, but he is not in his prime yet. The other AFC teams have made big moves. The Raiders brought in Devontae Adams. The Dolphins just traded five picks for Tyree Kill. The best player on the Colts is running back Jonathan Taylor, and who knows if his stellar play will last. We've seen it before with the running backs. A guy who has one fantastic year, and it's not a guarantee that Taylor will continue to play at this level. My thoughts are the Colts are not a quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl, and that's the type of team that should be after a Matt Ryan-type quarterback. A team that has a lot of talent around him so that he doesn't have to carry the team. The Colts still need a quarterback who is capable of carrying them. Yes, will Matt Ryan probably not lose to the Jaguars in embarrassing fashion the way that Carson Wentz did? Yes, but Matt Ryan is not going to be very good in the next three seasons. He is 36 years old, and he didn't have a great year with the Falcons. He only threw for 20 touchdowns last year. You're losing a guy in Carson Wentz who threw 27 for an older guy who threw 20? Sorry, I'm not that excited about the trade. If I were the Colts, I would have done anything and everything to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Say all you will about Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been to a Super Bowl, and he's been to another NFC Championship game just last season. Say what you 
will about him, but he is a winner, and I think that's something that the Colts need. They need a winning quarterback, not an aging one in Matt Ryan, who is 36 years old, and again, I think very highly of Matt Ryan. I've sung his praises all podcast long. He is a Hall of Fame level quarterback, but there just isn't that much left in the tank to excite me about him being a member of the Indianapolis Colts. This is an organization that had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. I think they should be able to do better than Matt Ryan. I'm probably in the minority on this one, but I would have rather them try to take the risk and trade for Baker Mayfield, and I do not like Baker Mayfield as a quarterback, but he was a former number one overall pick, and he is still a young enough player where if anyone could fix him, it would be Frank Reich, and I get it. You just tried to do that with Carson Wentz, and it didn't really work out, but that is the type of quarterback you should be after, because if you could get it right with Baker Mayfield, you could have the quarterback for the next 10 seasons instead of the quarterback for the next two seasons. Like, there is a very small window for the Colts to win with Matt Ryan as their quarterback. If you had gotten Baker Mayfield and gotten him right, then you would have a much bigger window to win. Here's what I think the game plan for the Colts should be moving forward. See if you can make things work with Matt Ryan as their quarterback. And if they can't, then you try to go to the Arizona Cardinals and you try to trade for Kyler Murray. Because if those two sides cannot work on a long-term contract, you should be the team in on Kyler Murray. Because if the Colts get Kyler Murray, they become instant contenders in my mind. That's the type of quarterback they should be after. A guy in his prime who can be a perennial NFL MVP type quarterback. Now, Kyler Murray might not be the most clutch quarterback. I mean, he's gone to the postseason and he's lost. But I want Kyler Murray long-term over 36-year-old Matt Ryan. The Colts desperately need a long-term answer at the quarterback position. You can't go year to year to year with a different quarterback. I mean, that's three straight years. You go from Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. That is bonkers. The identity of a modern football team is who your quarterback is. The Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. That is their identity. They have Mahomes, so you know they're going to be there year in and year out. That's what the Colts need. From the Falcons' viewpoint, this trade should have happened the moment you traded away Julio Jones. There was no reason for Matt Ryan to be on the roster last year with the Falcons. There was no need for him to still be your quarterback. You are in a different phase of your organization. You are no longer competing for Super Bowls. You are in on Deshaun Watson because you are looking for that long-term answer at the position. You were holding on to Matt Ryan for too long. And I said this on this po- on the podcast about Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the backers. I don't care if a quarterback ends his career with the franchise that drafted him anymore. I used to love that. I used to love the idea of a Brady finishing his career with the Patriots. I love that, but I don't care about it anymore. I care about is the player still good for the franchise, and it was not very good for the Falcons to have Matt Ryan as their quarterback, and I question whether it's a really good idea for the Colts to have Matt Ryan as their quarterback. Matt Ryan should be on a team that is a quarterback away from 
him winning a Super Bowl, and he is not on one currently because the Colts are not bad in my mind. Yes, Ryan is in a far better situation. He's with an elite running back. He's with one of the better head coaches in all of football, in my mind, with Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich is a really good head coach. I think he's gotten the best you can get out of Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz last year, but Matt Ryan isn't going to be the answer for Frank Reich and the Colts. They still need a long-term quarterback, and until they get one, I'm not going to take that team very seriously as a playoff contender. I think the people who are most excited about this trades are the one who have not paid attention to the Falcons the last few seasons. Matt Ryan just isn't that guy anymore. He's not an elite level quarterback. It's interesting. We kind of underappreciated him when he was an elite quarterback and now we're overrating him now that he's an over-the-hill quarterback. The way we view the quarterback position is crazy. I think at best next year, the Colts are a team that barely makes the postseason and then gets bounced out in the first round. I don't think Matt Ryan is a difference maker in 2022 and beyond. I would have felt differently if he landed on a team like the Miami Dolphins, who are a quarterback away from being really good. We don't really know how we all feel about Tui yet, but I don't think he's that good. If the Dolphins had Matt Ryan to go along with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, then I would look at Matt Ryan's situation a lot differently. I would be excited about him joining a team that is stacked. The Colts are not stacked. They are good. They have Jonathan Taylor, but again, who knows if Jonathan Taylor will be consistent. The one thing I know about NFL running backs is they are wildly inconsistent. This is how I view aging quarterbacks. I think the older the quarterback is, the more weapons they need around him. Tom Brady was able to win a Super Bowl in Tampa because he had an all-star cast around him. He was not able to win in his last few years with the Patriots because they did not have superior weapons around him. And it's the same way I feel about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not going to be very good unless there are Pro Bowl receivers around him. And with the Colts, that's just not the case. There are not weapons around him. The way there are weapons around Matthew Stafford, who now not only has Cooper Cup, but now he also has Allen Robinson. As a quarterback ages, they can no longer carry a football team. Matt Ryan is not capable of carrying the Indianapolis Colts. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Matt Ryan has a lot of success with the Colts. The last thing I will say about Matt Ryan's career is I do think it's kind of super unfair to look at him and just say he's a loser because he didn't win a Super Bowl. He did go to a Super Bowl and you have to remember this. He played in the same era as Tom Brady, a guy who has seven Super Bowl titles. It's like if you look back in the 90s in basketball and say, well, why doesn't Charles Barkley have a NBA Finals ring? Because he played against Michael Jordan. There are other great players who took something away from Matt Ryan. That doesn't mean Matt Ryan isn't a great player. It just means that maybe Matt Ryan isn't one of the top five greatest players of all time. Matt Ryan is definitely capable of winning a Super Bowl with a good enough football team, and he was able to go to a Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons, one of the worst-run organizations in all of football. Again, when Matt Ryan got to the Falcons, they were in complete and total disarray. They had lost Michael Vick, one of the biggest stars in the NFL. They had a head coach who went right back to college, and Matt Ryan entered the NFL and became a franchise quarterback right off the bat. A lot of people will look at Matt Ryan and view him as an underachiever. I think Matt Ryan overachieved for the most part in his NFL career. The 
stats, he is one of the absolute best quarterbacks of his era. Is he Tom Brady? No. Is he Aaron Rodgers? No. Is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? At the end of the day, the answer has to be yes. He was for at least a decade consistently a top 10 or even sometimes a top 5 quarterback in the NFL. You cannot take that away from him. Yes. Would things be differently if he ended up winning that Super Bowl? Yes. We would all think of him as a definitively great quarterback, but now it feels like there are a minority of people who are down on Matt Ryan, and I'm telling those people, you should not be down on Matt Ryan. He had a fantastic run with the Atlanta Falcons. I think at the end of the day, Matt Ryan would have been a bigger name if he had played in a bigger NFL market like New York or LA. Overall, Matt Ryan's run with Atlanta was fantastic and Hall of Fame worthy. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday, so please rate, review, and subscribe.